Welcome to Moneyline. This is Matt McCall. Thanks for joining me today. This is February 16th. It's a Tuesday. we got a big show coming up for you. We're talking about the stock market, S&P at a new all-time high. We're also going to talk about some SPACs. We're going to talk about 5G investing, how it's really starting to take off in 2021. Bitcoin, 50,000. Who called it? Yeah, we did. All this, plus your questions in the Ask Matt section of the podcast, coming up right now on Moneyline. The buck starts here. Moneyline with Matt McCall. All right, folks, once again, thanks for joining me. This is Moneyline, and I am Matt McCall. It is February 16th, 2021. It is a Tuesday, and you can see it's like every day we have a different background. But we got the charts back. I'm back in my little corner here, my new desk they got that, that moves up and down for me. We got the charts behind us. Over here, you can't see behind me, we have a big new studio getting set up we have a big screen like this even bigger that's touch screen so soon i'll be able to draw on the screens for you which i can't wait to do that uh hopefully friday we also have a great interview coming up on friday as well so we've a, a big show coming up uh later in the week but before we get there um we're taking a look at the s p 500 right now it's up about two and a half points it's well off the high today it's actually down just a minute ago but so let's call it flat to up a little bit but we're at an all-time high and, you know, highs are great. I love new all-time highs. I, that, that's a good thing. That means there's a lot of green on the screen for us and for clients and for subscribers and my own money. Uh, actually, my account's down today. I'll be honest with you. I have a couple stocks that are down. Uh, but uh, anyway, things look good with the market. Things that we're breaking out to new all-time highs. Potential stimulus plan coming. If that happens, I think you're going to see, obviously, uh, the market continue to move higher. I think a lot of that's already priced in. Uh, to the market here as well, because yeah, there's a huge anticipation it's going to happen. There's going to be checks sent out to somebody. Uh, I was listening to Bloomberg Radio on the way in, and uh, yeah, some of the ideas that they're floating around was pretty ridiculous. Uh, I'm not going to mention the guys' names, but uh, some of the ideas for for extra stimulus is just insane. But there will be some type of stimulus done, in my opinion, that will flow into the market, will flow into the economy. And again, you're going to see that progression of money just trickling down, uh, which will be really good for demand for products, could lead to inflation eventually, but that's something that we're not worrying about too much right now. Inflation in the near term will be very good for equities, which is why you're seeing stocks, as I mentioned, S&P up over three points right now, uh, about 11.36 a.m. East Coast time, uh, hitting a new all-time high. So speaking of breaking out to a new all-time high, does anybody remember what I said on Friday's show? My prediction for the weekend, and granted, I'll take advantage of the long weekend, that Bitcoin will hit 50,000. What happened early this morning? Bitcoin hit 50,000 for the first time ever. So congrats to everybody who's owning Bitcoin. It did pull back immediately. So yes, it did. And now we're at 48,800. But folks, nothing in life goes straight up. The fact we got above, it's great. Uh, is there some more work to do? Yeah, because you want to be above it for more than 15 minutes, which is about how long it was above it. And it came down really fast after it hit, hit above. It got as high as 50,645 on my chart. Uh, and as I mentioned, we're at 48.8 now. So we're down almost 2,000 points from there. I got to tell you that the, the path of least resistance here for Bitcoin is higher. Even with that spike and the sell-off, it's still up 1% in the last 24 hours. Uh, in the last week, Bitcoin's up 5%. In the last month, it's up 32.7. In the last year, it's up nearly 400%. I continue to believe that it's going to keep moving higher. I think the altcoins will continue to move higher with it. 
I looked at the numbers uh, when Bitcoin was just around 49,000 this morning for our ultimate crypto newsletter. And again, in the people are asking about where to join up for investment opportunities, which is one of our newsletters for as little as $49 a year. You get monthly newsletters, you get access immediately to all of our portfolios, all of my special reports I've done over the last couple of years. Uh, the link, I thought it was on a screen, I messed up last week. The link is actually in the description on YouTube page here. So click the description, it opens it up and where it says more. And there's a link in there, it takes you right to the order form. You can sign up right there for $49. So check that out. That's for investment opportunities. But our ultimate crypto newsletter, which we launched January 7th of 2020, is now up, the 13 coins in there are up an average of 600% on the dot when I checked about an hour and a half ago. That's 7X your original investment. So if you put 10,000 into it, it's now 70,000. Where else in the last 13 months and a few days are you making 7X? Then we launched our uh, crypto investors network, uh, Charlie Shrem and I, you know, one of the OGs, if you will, old school gangsters when it comes to the Bitcoin blockchain world, altcoin world. We launched that on uh, the 21st of September of just last year. So that's only been around for what, four, uh, just under five months. And that is already up on average, those five coins, 266%. So again, where else are you making that? I, I got to tell you, folks, they're aggressive. It's risky, but so is the stock market. Anything in life that's going to give you a reward is going to have some risk involved in it. Otherwise, it's probably a scam. I will tell you though, a portion of your portfolio into these investments, the alternative investments, Tesla's getting into it. All these corporations are getting into it. Every bank has their tentacles in cryptocurrencies and blockchain. And just think about the way that people are viewing the world right now. Anti-government, antitrust. Uh, you know, I was just talking to, to uh, a representative at TD Ameritrade Institutional about two hours ago, and I was working on some paperwork for a client at Penn Financial Group. And I said, it's funny that clients these days don't want to send me their statement of their other firm they're transferring over to Penn Financial Group, which makes the paperwork a thousand times easier. There's like this trusting, even though they're going to have us manage their money. People don't trust anybody, which again, this, this antitrust is a great thing for Bitcoin and altcoin. Because it takes away that government control, that big brother. Also, the fact I was talking with my uh, my my call we do with our analysts uh, a couple times a week, and I have my notes right here, and so I'm grabbing them. This is why I wasn't planning on talking about this, but my crypto analyst, who's one of my best friends in the world, I've known him for over 20 years. Uh, he, he's amazing. He's one who came up with the ultimate crypto, which is up 600%. We're talking about the the, the big trends for this year for for uh, altcoins. You know, last year, the big thing was DeFi, decentralized finance. And boy, I, I think that's just the beginning of it. I think there's huge upside for DeFi. But another one is uh, NFT, Nancy Frank uh, Thomas. And that's non-fungible tokens. What that means is they're basically tokens to buy, they, they represent something. So a lot of these games, Roblox is one of them. You know, it's a big if you have kids. And, and the company, when they raise money, Roblox is, is going to go public. They plan on going public. When they raise money privately in January of this year at a valuation of $29.5 billion as a private company. Uh, when this goes public, I think it's probably $60, $70 million, or, uh, sorry, billion dollar, billion, with the B, $60, $70 billion valuation. Uh, so Roblox, I've never played it. But on there, uh, my analyst is telling me that his son plays it, and I, and I know his son well, Logan, and he was playing it, and somebody hacked in. 
and took like 17 of his things. And these things are bought with NFT, NFTs, non-fungible token. It's like this virtual world. And there's a lot of altcoins out there, small ones. I'm not sharing with you because we're doing research on it. We're going to probably add some to our portfolio for subscribers that are in this world of the NFT world. And think about this. Think about Ready Player One. If you've ever seen that movie or read the book. Uh, I didn't read the book, but I saw the movie. I thought it was pretty fascinating. You're in this virtual world. You put, it, put on your, your headset and you're in this virtual world. You basically escape reality through virtual reality. That is the future. I mean, we all have escaped reality for centuries, if, if not longer, uh, in my opinion, whether it be through working out too much, drinking, drugs, a million different things, vices. They can be good vices or bad vices, but people escape reality. And it's good to escape reality because the shit around us, sometimes you want to escape reality. It could be diving into the internet in some rabbit hole. Whatever it is, they're not all bad, but you escape this reality. And that is where, if you look at Ready Player One, the game that they played there, one of these games, whether it's Roblox or one of these altcoins that, that these games are associated with, could be worth trillions if it captures the world as if that game did in Ready Player One and everybody's going into it. It's scary to me, but I think it's a reality in the next 10 years during the roaring 2020s. So we are looking deeply into these NFT altcoins. And I got to tell you, the more and more that I look into them, we had a discussion today on a, on a research call, some big time upside there. And I, you can't see, no, you guys can't. I'm looking at the feedback. You can't see my, my, my notes of the ones we're looking at. All right. So let's move on from that. Right now, Bitcoin's around 48,900. I still love it here. Long term, buy dips. I mean, I have quite a bit of my money into it and I'm going to continue to hold it. All right. So uh, let's get into uh, to our investment theme for the day. I asked on Twitter what type uh, I said, give me an investment theme, not necessarily stocks today. That being said, I just put out a tweet for stocks to talk about because I will do a little ask Matt section at the end. So I will take them for you. Um, but so let's take a look at, at 5G here. You know, when, when you talk 5G, uh, we need to look back on history because I think it, history will tell us a lot. And this is the fifth generation, 5G. Fifth generation of wireless or cellular technology, whatever you like to call it, wireless technology. And, you know, every generation brings something new. 4G was basically the advent of streaming. We were able to have enough speed to stream video, Netflix, Disney Plus, uh, you name it, Amazon. You can now walk around anywhere in the world on 4G and have enough power to stream video or live video, FaceTime. Couldn't do that before. You'd be stopped, it just it wasn't happening. So that brought on a whole new hundreds of billions of dollars, if not trillion dollar industry. Uber, Lyft, getting around, you needed to have 4G to have the power to be able to quickly get your location to somebody else. And then that quickly goes to a potential driver, which then quickly goes back to you and they pick you up in minutes. And then the payment all goes through. 4G was needed for that. Think about how much money is in the ride hail service right now. Hundreds of billions, if not more, it's probably worth worldwide. Now, 5G, what will that do? Well, there's a couple different areas that I look at uh, for this. And this is what, we, and, and as a member of investment opportunities, which again, it's in the link in the description, you can get for as low as $49 a year. 
In investment opportunities, we have a portfolio called the 5G Highway Portfolio. And in the 5G Highway Portfolio, we have a total of six stocks. And in these six stocks, they range from a, the future of real estate, which I think is going to be run because of 5G, because we don't have to go to homes anymore, uh, to chip maker that is helping run 5G, to healthcare and how 5G is going to change healthcare, to the communications equipment companies. We have one in there. We have a streaming company in there. Autonomous vehicles are now going to be uh, you know, a computer on wheels. Even before they're autonomous, semi-autonomous vehicles, computer on wheels because of 5G. You can't have that without 5G, without the speed. Um, we have virtual reality, augmented reality. We have a company in there that's related to that. We have a data company that analyzes data because with 5G analyzing data, it needs to be like this. So when you talk about how 4G created all of these amazing investment opportunities, the same G thing is happening with 5G. And this portfolio was launched on the 7th of May of last year. So about a little over nine months, uh, nine and a half months ago. And the average return on that portfolio is 155.3% right now. The biggest winner is our play that's on streaming video, uh, but kind of next level streaming video with 5G. And that stocks, uh, stocks up 431%. Our second biggest is a play on real estate up 323% as of right now. So again, we, we've had some huge winners. And to me, the highway play is better than playing the actual communications companies, uh, you know, whether it be Verizon um, or T-Mobile or AT&T. I think these are better plays than that. Uh, the chip companies, yeah, the chip companies uh, do well. We have a chip company in here. But again, some of these other highway plays, the secondary plays you wouldn't think of. When you think of 5G, your initial reaction is not, Ooh, I got to better own autonomous vehicles because all cars will be connected and you can't have that without 5G. Ooh, healthcare. Because with healthcare now, telehealth and remote surgeries are now viable because the latency is down to the level it needs to be. The speed is up where it needs to be. You can't be doing remote surgery from across the world on a robot and have your internet go out. Buffering, buffering, buffering. <laughs> That's just not going to work. You're gonna kill people. So 5G is bringing on so many new investment opportunities. Again, augmented reality, virtual reality, healthcare, real estate, gaming, streaming. I mean, my goodness, and just look at this, autonomous vehicles, all part of the what we call the 5G highway. And the reason it's called the highway is not because autonomous vehicles, it's called the highway, let me give you an idea. When you think about investing in a highway, so say there's a new highway going through town. Do you want to be the company that's a contract for the aggregates that go into the road, the concrete to build the road? Sure, it's probably a hell of a contract, right? But once the road's built, you're gone. You're moving on to the next highway. What about the fact that this highway is now opening up a whole other world? It's opening up a world of restaurants, hotels, amusement parks, anything, gyms, retail stores. You are now building along a highway because those cars will continue to go there for years and years. Same thing with 5G highway. Once 5G is being built, who will benefit from that 5G highway being built? 
these sectors I just talked about, autonomous vehicles, healthcare, future of real estate, AR, VR, streaming, gaming, and many more. Some we can't even think of it yet that may sound outlandish, but that these high speeds now make a viable business model. And even more importantly, a viable investment opportunity. So there's 5G for you. Um, as I mentioned, we're crushing that. And if I go back to that May 7th timeframe with it being up 150% change, the 5G ETF in the same timeframe, I'll pull this up for you, FIVG, the Defiance Next Gen Connectivity ETF, it's a 5G ETF. In the same time frame since that May 7th, it's, it's done very well, right? But it's only up 47.7%. So we've more than 3X'd it by building our own ETF. Listen, folks, I was a big proponent of ETFs when they launched 20 years ago, and I still think they're good in certain situations. But for the most part, because it doesn't cost anything to buy or sell anymore, instead of buying an FIVG and having exposure to stocks I don't want to have exposure to. And if you take a look at the holdings here, I'm pulling them up for you. There are 25 holdings in there. I don't want to have exposure to these 25 stocks. Let me see how many of our 5G highway stocks are in here. I see one. I see one. Two, sorry, I see two. Two of our 5G highway stocks are in these 25. I'd rather have our eight because they have exposure to 5G. They have some of the highway stuff, but they have some of the real 5G stuff too, the direct plays, because two of those are in here. But again, this has done great. And most people say, shit, I made 47% in nine and a half months. Well, you could have made 150%. It's opportunity cost. I'm not saying this won't, this won't do well, but it's opportunity cost. You look at the biggest holdings, NXPI, Analog Devices, Qualcomm, Xilinx, Keysight, Skyworks, Nokia, AT&T, American Tower, Verizon, T-Mobile, Charter. I don't want to own all these companies. Some of them are great companies. I don't want to own them all. I don't want to have Intel. I don't want to own Intel in there. I don't want to own Vodafone or Sienna. I don't want to own them. So we could build our own. And that's what we do in investment opportunities for $49 a year, by the way, in the link in, in the description. That's what we do. We'll take a sector like this and build one for you. So it's, you know, it, it's amazing looking at, at, at what you can do by thinking outside the box. The other thing to keep in mind is you're getting exposure to stocks you don't want. You're also paying an expense ratio of 0.3% to own this ETF in particular. Granted, it's not a high price. But so, for example, say you're paying your investment advisor 1%, which is very, very reasonable. It's actually low in these day and age, which is I charge a lot of people between 1% and 2% kind of financial group. If you're paying 1%, think about that. 1% and then you have to add 0.3 on top of it. If you have an advisor who's buying an ETF, that increases your fee by 30%. So, again, you could build it your own or just build it your own and get take away 0.3% in your favor if you're doing it on your own. So... Uh, that is the 5G way that I look at it. Not your typical, let's buy the chips, let's buy the cell phone company, let's buy, let's buy the cell towers. No, outside the box, folks. Think about who will benefit. Uh, sometimes they call it the picks and shovels. They call it all different things, but these are the secondary plays that people will benefit from. All right, don't forget to, again, like, subscribe, comment, tell your friends. And um, I had a question. I, when I asked the question about which investment themes to do, 
and I'm going to try to get to all of them in the next couple of weeks. Uh, you know, you want one per show. But somebody asked about my 2021 investment strategy. And I'm going to expand on that because for me, it's 2021 and beyond. I don't just want to look at 2021 because to me, there's much more than just one year. Because uh, if you said you're, to yourself or to me, hey, I need my money and, uh, in, in 11 months at the end of 2021, yeah, probably shouldn't be in stocks because who the hell knows where it's going to be in 10 and a half months from now. Uh, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be higher. and I love the market. I think we'll hit new highs many times between now and then. But where is it going to be in 10 and a half months? I don't know. Anybody tells you they're lying to you. So I, I don't think that's the greatest way to look. I will say this, though. My investment plan for 2021 and beyond is going to continue to buy dips. And let me go back up here, if I can, to the S&P 500. I think we're dipping down right now. Speaking of uh, dipping down, uh, we're about flat. Um, but, you know, I look at this chart and look at the S&P. And this is a daily chart. Each one of these candles is one day. This is going back to uh, March uh, of, last, of last year. You know, look at these pullbacks, even the small ones. The S&P pulls back. And every time it pulls back, people freak out. Remember two weeks ago I did the show and I talked about how the market was down about 3.5%, from an all-time high. Everybody's freaking out and we rallied within a week to a new all-time high. This was a great buying opportunity. So these pullbacks, these, these pullbacks, they don't happen that often. But when they do, they're great buying opportunities. Right now, I'm looking at this market, and if I had to place a bet, and I, I don't look to, to trade stocks, you know, I look long-term, the odds are that we probably have a little bit of a pullback. And it would be very healthy to have that. One to 3%, somewhere right in here, matching up with this red line, which is a 50-day moving average that we've held above, except for one day, going all the way back to the breakout in November. So to me, a pullback's okay. So if you're sitting on the sidelines right now with some cash, what I do as an as a advisor is I look for opportunities. And I think to myself, okay, the odds are that the market could pull back. If it does pull back, let's get my watch list ready. Let's get some stocks on there that are maybe at highs. I want to buy in a pullback. And when they do pull back, you pounce on it, folks. That is how you do it. Patience. And I'll say this. I am the most impatient man in the world. I hate waiting in lines. You know, back in New York, when I would still go out and do my thing, um, thankfully I knew a lot of people to get in lines and I never went to the club. I would not really go to clubs. I'm more of an Irish pub kind of guy. But every once in a while, you know, you want to go out and meet ladies or, or go out with, with, with people and you want to go to the club. There's always a line, you know, to make it look cool to get in. If I didn't know somebody at that front door to let me in or get through a VIP entrance, I was not waiting in line. I don't care what was at the other end of that line. I will not wait because I'm that impatient. I will give up a great night because I don't want to wait in line. I'll go home by myself. So when it comes to the stock market, fortunately, I have the patience of a nun um, or a monk. I think it's a monk, not nun, right? Yeah, I don't think it's nun. I went to Catholic school. I don't think it's nun because they didn't have much patience with me. Uh, I think it's a monk. Uh, I didn't have much patience as a monk. I have as much patience, patience as a monk. Uh, when it comes to the market, because I've seen so many times people not have patience and chase things, I would rather miss out. And that's why our watch list is an ever-growing living document of about 400 stocks. There's always something on there. There's always something that will, will come up to a buy. And if there's no buy today or no buy tomorrow, no buy this week, it's okay. We may have five buys next week. Let the market tell you when it's time to buy. Don't you tell the market, because mother market will knock your ass down if you think you're going to tell her when you're buying. Let her tell you. All right, so let's go and do an Ask Matt section here. I'm going live right now to Twitter. Um, 
because I don't know what people are asking, but um, I'm going to go on here and just start taking a couple. Let's see what we got, what we got, what we got. Uh, people are asking about a lot of crypto, so I'm not going to go into that. We're going to go into stocks. Um, now, man, it's like the same ones every time, folks. You got to come up with something new. Um, here's one. I don't think I've talked about this in a while. I think I've talked about it before. This is uh, RMO is a symbol. You should be able to see it on the screen behind me. And this is uh, Romeo Systems. This was a SPAC uh, that, that merged with the company by the name of Romeo Systems. You can see on the chart here, it was 10 bucks. The SPAC announced ran up to nearly 40. Now it's all the way back down to 16 and a half. Um, you know, Romeo is a, a battery company. It's, it's a storage company. So it's also known as Romeo Power, I think. I think Romeo Power might be the, the true name of it. Uh, it is a very interesting company, and, and I like the energy storage sector for sure. It's about a $2.1 billion company. Uh, they work with lithium-ion battery modules uh, for electric vehicles uh, here in North America. I prefer solid-state <clears throat> batteries, but lithium is going to have a place here for a long time until solid-state really gets to the masses. For last year, 2020, uh, the predicting uh, revenue came in at $9 million, so very, very small company still. This year, looking to explode to 139 million. By 2022, about 410 million. So from nine to 410 in two years, that is some serious growth. And along that way, uh, still losing money, but man, oh man, that is that's some growth that it's, it's tough to ignore. And if you take a look at the fact that it's around 2.1 billion dollar company, and you look at next year potential for it to come in at around uh, 410 so that's about what 5x um 5x uh, sales for next year that's not bad for a huge growth company uh it is breaking down so maybe i, I want to see it build a base before i take a look at it but uh that's something where fundamentally it's not that overvalued up here at 38 very much so but down here it's actually starting to come in line and then you'll see that sometimes where they do come back down the line so it's one i'd, I'd keep an eye on and i think i've talked about it in the past uh let's see what else we got here okay let's talk about this stock this was a high flyer back in the day and this is a, a cannabis company tilray t-l-r-y this was like the robin hood stock before robin hood let me see if i can zoom out here and show it to you guys uh it's robin hood moment back in the day boy i remember this remember this tilray went public shot all the way up to i think it hit 300 on the on the button and then all the way back down and as you can see, that was uh, late 2018, all the way down to, my goodness, the low in March from 300 down to $2.43. It's recently had another Robin Hood moment, if you will, shooting up, as you can see here, to over $65 last week. Now down over 50% from there to 30 bucks. Stay away from this company. I, there's nothing redeemable about this company, in my opinion. I do like the cannabis stocks, especially ones here in the US, but it's, it's few and far between. I wouldn't stay away from this one. I, I, I nothing I like about Tilray right here. Uh, let's see here, somebody's asking about Acoustis, and I'll talk about this because this is a 5G stock. This is one we have in our early stage investor portfolio. Uh, boy, I, you know, look at this. This stock had to be so about patience, but look at a volume when it broke out above that level. Man, oh man! And usually, when you break about the longer the consolidation, the bigger the breakout. And it ran from nine to 19, so over 100%. We're now pulling back, but look at this. See all those big green? What that means is huge volume on the upside, declining volume on the downside. Got ahead of itself, coming back. Looks like some great support between the 50-day at 14 and a quarter, 
and price support at 15 right here. Man, this looks pretty good down in this area. Uh, again, stocks are due for a little pullback, but it looks pretty good down in that area right there. All right, let's see uh, what else we got going on here. Uh, all kinds of questions coming in. Um, this is a stock that we've had for a long time. It's been one of our, one of our few losers. We don't have many losers. Uh, this is Blue. This is a genetic ther gene therapy company. K-Mountain's had some bad news on its really its only real potential drug. Down huge on this, down 33%. I got to tell you, I do not like the action in this at this point. Um, let me go back and I'll show you how, how it's really come down. You know, it's a big potential winner. I thought it was going to be bought out. Never buy a stock to be bought out. But the news on their drug is bad. They're halting it right now. Uh, what's going on with that trial? Big volume. I hold on here because you usually get a, a bounce back, but it does not look good for blue. Uh, if you're owning blue, you're filling blue. I'll tell you that. Um, man, oh, man. Uh, what else do we got here? Uh, I'm trying to find something different because I feel like, my goodness, folks, it's like the same stocks. Um, if anybody comes up with something new, I would love to talk about it. Uh, what else do we got here? Bitcoin. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, here's one. I think I don't know if the symbol's been right. I don't even know what this one is. Applied genetic technologies. Somebody asked about this. Um, man, oh man, it ran from four. Now it's up to eight. I know nothing about this company. It seems to be some type of pump here. I don't know why, but let's see if we could take a look as to why it's running. It's a $350 million company, even after it's doubled. Um, I had some numbers come out. I don't see much going on here. I, I, I never chased something like this. There's something going on, but I don't know what it is. So I, I can look into it for you all and get back to you next on Friday. But I, I don't know what's going on with that one right there. So let me do this for you here, since I'm such a nice guy. I'm in a good mood today, if I could find it. I got a list here that I went through, and I posted this actually on, on Twitter this weekend. Stocks that kind of came, came up on my watch list. And um, a, a couple are, are pretty interesting. One is uh, it, it's got AI for transportation. And I, I never heard of the company. It's Rekker Systems, R-E-K-R. And it's run from 4 to 20. has to come back. But look at the big volume coming in. You know, what, what caught my eye, though, is it's got AI and software, and it's using it, as I mentioned, for um, – transportation and i love the future of transportation it's a several trillion dollar industry it's getting whacked right now it's going to be disrupted like crazy uh earnings are, are expected to forecast for this company company grow annually by 87 percent it's a 790 million dollar company you take a look at revenue uh last year expected coming at nine and a half million but then uh two years from now at 100 million so 10xing it's like it's going to be profitable next year at 10 cents a share. So path to profitability, huge growth, top line, bottom line. Again, I need to do more research on it, but that's one I came across. So I wanted to share that one with you. And one other one that is, uh, I think somebody actually asked about this one as well, uh, maybe last week, TIGR, which is up FinTech, which is a, um, it's a Chinese company uh, that is like a China FinTech, which is financial technology. And boy, look at this up again, big today, up 17.5%. Never chase anything like this, but this is a company that's, that's really caught my eye. A lot of people talk about it, $4.2 billion company. Uh, if you take a look at revenue forecast for last year, it was around $133 million. By 2023, $374 million. Uh, company is supposed to be profitable last year, $0.15 cents a share, up to $0.64 cents in two years from now. So again, profitable. 
big growth, top line, bottom line. It's in the right sectors, but again, it's run a lot, folks. Never chase something that's up 7x in a matter of a couple months. So, but again, maybe put it on there. You look for pullbacks, and this kind of stock that pulls back to 2025, and they do. If not, you missed it. They do. Then you have to be, you have to be willing to buy on pullbacks. So um, we're going to leave it there today. But I hope everybody enjoyed the show. And uh, as I mentioned, the markets right now, they are they're pulling back from the highs a little bit. We got the S&P down right now about four points. Dow's up 22. Uh, Russell's down about 0.3. Nasdaq's down 0.4. So mixed market with the bigger stocks, a little bit better, smaller caps taking a bit of a hit. Markets do for a pullback in the short term. You don't sell because I think it's going to pull back in the short term. I might be wrong. Number two, if it does pull back, I think it's going to be a very, very shallow pullback. Buy into the pullback. Don't think about trying to time the top, folks. You're not, you're not that good. I'm not that good. So please just don't do it. I'm trying to save you from yourselves. Again, go out there, spread the love. It's Tuesday. Have a great day. Let's have a great week. Smile. Get out there. Hug somebody. Tell them you love them. But wear your mask, whatever you're supposed to do. But uh, be safe. Have fun. I'll be back Friday. I'm Matt McCall, and that was your Money Line. The Money Line with Matt McCall. Matt McCall. To find more information, head over to McCallMoneyWire.com. That's McCallMoneyWire.com. <laughs>